Has everyone other than, well, you, the listeners of Locked On Pelicans, of course, forgotten about Zion Williamson? How is that even possible? But it's happening. I'll explain what's going on and why the league better watch out in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Friday. And what is happening? <laughs> no, it's it's not the, the crazy bachelorette party, I think, that's like right outside my door at one of the Airbnbs next to me. And I apologize if you can hear that in the background here. But what is happening? Have people forgotten about Zion Williamson? This might be worse than forgetting about Dre. You've forgotten about Zion Williamson. What what is going on? Okay, so we're going to explain who has forgotten about Zion Williamson because I got two things. At Locked On Podcast Network, you are not exempt from this either. So we're going to take, not going to go take a shot at these guys, but uh, yeah, something's going on. And then I'm going to tell you why he's going to be better this season than he has than he was two years ago, right? He's in line for a better year, and that should scare the league. Then we got a couple of other notes around the team. A new head coach for the Birmingham squadron, their G League team. An update on a real big sponsor, all that. So we got a lot more to come in the third segment of today's show. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. It sounds like everyone needs to be listening to Locked On Pelicans right now because they have forgotten around Zion Williamson. So let's start. Let's start with the Locked On Podcast Network. And I try and be a company man. I promise y'all, I try and be a company man. I don't don't start Twitter beef or anything with other hosts. I let them kind of say their things. But I got a problem here. I have a big problem. You've probably heard me read this, this copy, the past week or two, right? Quote, which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season? Locked on and the bet online odds makers present the NBA top 50 most valuable players starting on September 19th. Find it on the Locked On NBA podcast feed wherever you get your podcast and it's available on YouTube. Cool. What's Zion going to be ranked? What's Brandon Ingram going to be ranked? And by the way, Brandon Ingram is ranked 21st in this. So of the top 50, would it shock you if I said Giannis and Luka are number one? No, not at all, right? Would it shock you if I said Scotty Barnes and then Tyrese Halliburton are 49 and 50? I've got the whole list in front of me. Probably not. So what's Zion's ranking, right? That was my question. Guess what? You already know. He's not on this. He's not listed in the top 50, which is just mind-blowing to me. Some people, and I don't, to be honest, I don't know much about this other than I've got to do a video. I did a one-minute segment on where... Brandon Ingram kind of fell in this. So I don't quite know some of the criteria, all of that. But if they're talking about it, most valuable people in terms of betting lines, you damn well better believe Zion's in the top 50. So is this one person making the list? I've actually asked these questions. I requested comment from the Locked On Podcast Network. Didn't get an answer. 
they, they, they ghosted me here. Is it one person doing a list? Because if it's one person doing a list, you can just be like, oh, they forgot about Zion. And it's one person screwing up. Not the end of the world. It happens. People leave players off their all NBA ballots. It's, it's annoying. It shouldn't happen. It does. Whatever. Is this multiple people? Did multiple people leave Zion Williamson off this top 50 list of most valuable people in terms of betting lines? What? Just What? Like, he doesn't play for a year, and y'all forget how dominant this guy was. And we're going to do his stats in a minute here, right? And then Hoops Hype, literally the same day as I'm sending furious emails in the Locked On podcast emails and then in our group chat too. Hoopshype.com comes out with a poll of 15 NBA executives and asks them to rank their top five players under 25 years old by the start of next season to build around. They do this number of years. Luka Doncic, number one, 100%. That doesn't surprise me at all. I'm cool with that. Jason Tatum, number two. I, I, can, de- I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Number three, Ja Morant. Okay, he should probably be tied with Zion is probably how I'd do it, but whatever. Four, Evan Mobley. If you're watching me on YouTube, you just saw kind of the side eye I gave here. Evan Mobley is five. Or sorry, four. Five, Anthony Edwards. Evan Mobley, by the way, didn't even win Rookie of the Year. Number five, not Zion Williamson. Anthony Edwards from Minnesota. He's good, but I don't know if he's like arrived yet. And he's not necessarily putting up historic stat lines. Number six, we finally get to Zion Williamson. It's just... What? I do not understand this. You know, and one of the the executives says, two years ago, Zion was a top five offensive player. So what are you doing rating this dude who's 22 years old, sixth? Or, again, locked on, bet online. I love you guys. But what? What are you doing with Zion being left off here? People have forgotten about him. You can really tell by these two things. He is not top of mind for many, many people. And they're forgetting just how good he was. Yet, he's only played 85 games. He's missed more games than he's played. But if you're trying to rank in terms of talent, and again, who moves betting lines the most, Zion being on the court versus off the court is massive. Two years ago, right? We know what he did. Where'd those numbers go? Hold on. I got him here. Two years ago, when he was an all-star, At the age of 20, 27 points per game, 61.1% from the field, 70.1% at the rim, got to the line 8.7 times per game, made 70% of them. That number's not great. 7.2 rebounding uh, rebounds per game, including 2.7 offensively, and then 3.7 assists, but that number jumps closer to 4.5 when they went full-on point Zion. The numbers are incredible. Incredible. Is he great defensively? No. Is he good defensively? No. But when you average 27, 7, and 4, and that's being a generous to his, like, that's underselling his stat line here, with 60-something percent shooting, you probably need to be ranked higher in any of those things. People are straight up forgetting how special Zion was and how good he can be, including the own network that I work for. So let this be a statement to everybody. Not only is Zion most definitely worthy of being on that top 
50 list and probably higher than six on top five, you know, players under 25, he's going to be better next season, I think, than he was two years ago. And that's when the league needs to worry. So how is he going to get better? What's working for him? Let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. Yeah, they screwed that last one up, but they're going to probably have to make up for it. So BetOnline.net is still your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. They know what they're talking about with football, for sure. And you can find all of the latest football league developments, pro and college, matchups, news, podcasts, whatever it might be, you can get it over at BetOnline.net. It's also your continued source for any sports wagering information you need, including live betting. You can get it on eSports and other scores as well. You can check in on ML. B, MMA, boxing, golf, whatever it might be. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. Makes you think that if they're underselling Zion like that on this list, that maybe his odds are like entirely wrong for, say, MVP. And it might be time to kind of look at those again and maybe get in on that because something seems a little bit off there with how they view Zion Williamson. And clearly a lot of people are very skeptical about him, right? And I think some of that is understandable. Some of that is very understandable. Again, 85 games played. He's missed more than he's played, right? There was questions if he wanted to stay here or not in New Orleans. You know, there's been concerns about his weight. You know, is he injury prone? All of that, right? You know, but it feels like that's settled. Or at least it should be. He signed the new contract. He's not going anywhere, He was really bought into what this team was doing in the postseason. He wanted to play, and they wouldn't let him. He really, really wanted to play, and they wouldn't let him. You don't do that if you don't care, right? He was at Vegas with the team in Summer League. He's been working out. He hired a personal chef. He hired a personal trainer. When you look at all the, the concerns about him, we just put to bed a number of them, it feels like, right? The buy-in is there. The weight issue seemed gone. He's been more of a professional NBA player than he ever has been before. And the Pelicans have fully cleared him to do whatever he wants on a basketball court. Foot injuries on big men can be tough, right? So you look at this, and all that stuff seems to eh, not, not be a thing anymore. And when you look at those numbers that he put up, his... Second year in the league, right? You know, 27 points per game, over 60% from the field. No one has done anything. Like, only a few people have done that. Kevin McHale and Charles Barkley are the only two people that have ever done that in NBA history. What he does is not just like, oh, Anthony Edwards is a real good player, right? He can go out and he can score. He can do things. Zion Williamson does historic things. He does things that the only comps are Hall of Famers. Not saying everyone can go out and get 40 points in a playoff game, but can you do what Kevin McHale has done, what Charles Barkley has done, and be you know on a list that includes three total names? That's how special he is. And he's going to be better next season. He's going to be way better next season because this team is better. There's a number of reasons for this. You remember the starting centers he's had his first two years in the league. Derek Favors, and then Steven Adams. And I think Steven Adams is a little underrated here in New Orleans, but wasn't the best fit next to Zion. I think that is very safe to say. 
Well, he's got Valanciunas, who's a much better offensive center. He's also got a team around him that's just got more threats. You still have Brandon Ingram, and those two can play together. I got a number of shows about that. And now you're adding C.J. McCollum, a lethal three-point shooter out there. The defense is elevated with a guy like Herb Jones, who should improve his three-point shooting as well. Trey Murphy looks to be an excellent shooter for this team going into next season. Zion should have more space than he has ever had before. I don't think he'll have a ton because of how good he is. And when you watch how teams defend him, it's more the media who have forgotten about Zion Williamson. Certainly not NBA coaches and or players. You'll see people know who Zion Williamson is out there on the court with all of that. But he's going to have better shooters around him. It looks like Brandon Ingram's really taken a step as a leader, as a playmaker for others, too. That's going to improve things for him. He's got a center that fits. They have ways to run small ball lineups, too. It's just a better overall situation than he has been in before. He should be better. Maybe he doesn't hit the 27 points per game, but can he be more efficient? Can the assists go up? They won't run point Zion nearly as much as they did his sophomore year because you have so many other threats now and people that can do things with the ball in their hands. But it remains, it remains, this offense has the potential to be terrifying when you add Zion Williamson back onto this roster. So I'm not forgetting about him. You're not forgetting about him. Coaches and players aren't forgetting about him. It's just media, other media, we should say, because we don't do it here, around the league that seems to have just forgotten about him because he didn't play last year and just isn't paying close attention. And I say, that's great. Fly under the radar, and then on game one, when he throws down a monster dunk, and it's like a top five, top two, number one highlight on SportsCenter, everyone's like, oh yeah, remember that guy? Maybe somewhere something falls through the cracks in terms of scouting reports, things like that. Anything that makes them have an advantage somewhere, and Zion's going to help them deliver it, especially if people somehow, and shame on you if you are, forgetting about Zion Williamson. So coming up, a couple notes around the team. Ryan Pannoni, no longer the head coach for the Birmingham squadron, but still with the team. We also have an update on a sponsor that I think is a big deal too. So let's talk about all of that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, including... taking my employer to task a little bit. And by the way, let me read the copy here. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Giannis, Nikola Jokic. Which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season? Locked On and the Bet Online Odds Makers present the NBA's top 50 most valuable players starting on September 19th. Find it on the Locked On NBA podcast wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. It's an extra show, so I'll still be on there Wednesday next week. And again, Brandon Ingram coming in at 21, which feels right to me. I'm cool with that number. So a couple of updates from the Pelicans that we got yesterday, particularly around the G League. The Birmingham squadron have named TJ Saint as their head coach. Ryan Pannoni had coached them last year. That's a young up-and-coming coach that's coached around the world that does coaches clinics that people seem to really be high on as kind of just like a smart guy right? That really can kind of get through to players and come up with good schemes, just like an overall good coach. Well, he's being elevated to a full-time assistant coaching role on Willie Green's bench. I love that. He could probably have a pick of some jobs elsewhere, 
but he wanted to stay here in New Orleans and work alongside Willie Green. That coaching staff with who they have is fairly elite in my opinion. We love Willie Green as the head coach and he surrounded himself with a bunch of other smart people and just like good coaches. I think Ryan Pannoni has a very bright future ahead of him. I don't know how long he will stay here, but Use him, take advantage of him as long as you've got him here, which is at least going to be for next season. They also announced that Billy Campbell is going to be the general manager of uh, basketball operations for the squadron as well. Those are both promotions. Also, cool note, they've added Jody Meeks to the Birmingham uh, squadron coaching uh, as an assistant coach, former player. We've seen the Pelicans really like to do things like that, bring those guys in. I got eliminated basically one year in fantasy basketball because Jody Meeks had like a 40-point game or something like that on basically the final day of the regular season. So this is his way of making it up to me now by joining the team that I cover and being an assistant coach for the, the Birmingham squadron. One person who does listen to the show is going to get that because that is the person, Tyler, who has not, who knocked me out of fantasy basketball that season. The other note is the Pelicans have re-upped with Ibotta, their jersey patch sponsor. This is oddly a very, very good thing. The fact that Ibotta renews as the official team jersey sponsor with the New Orleans Pelicans. This is a small market that probably doesn't have the same kind of reach as other teams do. Their jerseys probably aren't selling as much as some of the other ones, and these patches are on the jerseys. So the fact that Ibotta wanted to re-up with New Orleans seems to show that they're getting a lot of value out of this. I don't know. That speaks well to the health of the franchise, right? Money, revenue coming in, eyes on the team, exposure, all of those things. It doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but as we were talking about if you want yesterday, right, or two days ago, if you want the team to pay the luxury tax, revenue coming in is only a good thing. When the cap is set to spike, which is only going to help New Orleans, we want that to go up as much as possible. More jersey sponsorship revenue. Bring it all in. Throw all the patches on the jerseys if it's going to help the Pelicans retain everybody on this team that we want to keep at the very least. So a real good sign just kind of for the overall health I think, of the franchise that you have Ibotta, which is headquartered in Denver, by the way, is wanting to sponsor this team, kind of get in on all of that, and seems very happy with that to the point that, hey, they are putting forth you know, another three-year deal with all of this. So very good to see for the Pelicans, good for the health of the franchise. Time to prove those doubters wrong. Get your guys on all of those lists and everything because people seem to be sleeping on this Pelicans team, sleeping on Zion Williamson, as we said, and I think that is just foolish. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all on Monday.